Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Andrea Edwards. Andrea Edwards is a public speaker and an author. Welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you so much, Gigi. I'm very, very happy to be here. Such an honor to have you here today, Andrea. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from? Well, if you don't know the accent, I'm Australian, but I'm living in Phuket, Thailand. So that's where I've been writing out these pandemic times. Um, I'm known as the digital conversationalist. So basically I've been working with, I focus on B2B organizations. Uh, I help their leadership teams and all of their employees embrace a social leadership mindset, which means participating as a professional on social media with a mindset of service, uh, with an authentic voice and being part of the giving economy, which is it's not about you, it's about helping other people rise. So that sort of gives you a bit of a sum, summary of what I do professionally. And uh, I published my book, Uncommon Courage, last year. And that's more of a deeper reflection of, of life. And it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, um, but I've been traveling the world for more than half of my life. And it's, it's just talking about what I've noticed, what I've witnessed, the different cultures, the different ideas, the different philosophies, and it's just sharing the lessons that I've learned along the way, which I hope help other people to just move into much more peace and contentment in their lives. So there's a very, very quick summary. <laughs> I love it. Now, tell us more about what inspired you to write your book, Uncommon Courage, and tell us a little bit more about it as well. So, all right, I'm going to give my age away now. Um, just before the pandemic hit, I turned 50. So 50 days before that, I did a, a video, Wisdom Every Day, and it was my life philosophy. So I, I already had 50 wisdoms. Um, and then at the, when the pandemic kicked in, and I'm in Thailand, the first place outside of China to get an infection. So we were really early into, into the crisis and into lockdowns. And um, yeah, I sort of got this transcript from my videos, and I didn't like it, and I pushed it away. And then sort of six months into the pandemic, I... I could feel the anguish and the panic and the pain and the sorrow and the fear in the world. And I just felt driven to create something that could help people deal with these times. Cause it wasn't, it's not just then, it's also continuing to this day. You know, pandemics don't just go away overnight. And of course, more recently, um, we've gone into this crisis with the Ukraine, which is rippling out around the world. And while we think it's still a war over there, um, it's gonna really have a, devastating impact on poor countries if we don't get this under control. Of course, I've been in Thailand during this crisis and I've seen the real impact of the economic crisis as well as the pandemic. And um, I just, I, I can't bear to, we can't continue the way we've been running the world. It's, we, we've got so much wrong and, 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 the re, and because we've got it wrong, it's impacting our ability to live on this planet and it's time to get it right. And we've got an opportunity to turn it all around. And, you know, it's a time of revolution and hope and we can do this i know a lot of people don't have hope but i i never lose hope i will always have hope so that's what the book's all about it's about trying to help people to get focused on where we need to be in our own mindset because it's got to start with us and then get to work on on creating the change that we know is overdue likewise i still have hope as well and in this country as well now integrity let's talk about integrity for a moment you're such an advocate for it as well and how it's so important, not just in, in, in on social media, but in life in general. Talk to us a little bit more about it and what it means to you. Yeah, I think integrity is a really interesting thing. So uh, somebody's uh, father died recently and they were talking about 
them as a person of integrity and because they had so much integrity they weren't able to achieve everything that they wanted to achieve in life but they were happy with that because they stayed in their integrity and I just remember it just really struck a chord with me and I was talking to that person about it and that's something that I know to be true as well if you stand in your truth and you stand in your integrity and your your core values they drive you right if you do that you are also at the whim of people who are not built the same way and there are a lot of people like that in the world who operate they're, they're just they're disconnected from their values so when i worked in big corporations when i saw young people come in and they'd have this sparkle in their eyes and i'd go up to them and I'd say whatever you do don't let anyone take that away the 12 months i'd go back to them and i'd see that they their eyes were dull and it's because somebody took it away from them and they lost connection with their values. So I always say you've got to anchor yourself deeply in your values and show up as the person that you are every time you show up, no matter what. And it doesn't always mean you're going to get rewarded for it. But I think ultimately, if you can stand in your integrity, you will be rewarded for it because you can, you're can. you proud of yourself, you know? That's right. Integrity truly matters. Now, oh, yeah. talk to us a little bit more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Oh, major challenge. Did I have a major challenge? See, I've always been a bit of a gutsy girl. Um, you know, I grew up in country Australia, left home as soon as I could, went to university in Melbourne. Um, I was not from the sort of family that in like today's day and age, probably the family I grew up in, I wouldn't have even had the opportunity to go to university because it's changed so much. Um, I, and I've just been, I've just, I've just needed to wander. And, you know, like I said, I've been more than half my life overseas. In 1995, I, I set off on, on you know, a journey that hasn't ended. Um, I landed in London after going through India, Nepal, China. In 1995, China was a very different place to, to the place it is today. Um, then four and a half years in London, then I moved to Boston, then I moved to New York and went through Central America, went back to Sydney. So I've just been a wanderer. So uh, I suppose for me, that, I mean, that is that a challenge? I don't think so. Um, I... I, I I just have the courage to just keep going and 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 keep keep exploring. I want to know the answers to to the, all the questions in the universe, and I know I haven't got enough time to do that. So challenge, no. But if there's one that I think everyone would benefit from, the, the probably the lesson that took me the longest is the voice in your head. The voice in your head that tells you you're not worthy, the voice in your head that says you're not good enough, that you're ugly, that you're fat, that how dare you think you have the right to say these things, that voice. I think it took me a long time to understand that as a separate entity that existed in me that didn't serve me. And then I learned my I learned my own strategies to to shut it down and lock it up and push it back to the back of my mind. But I think that's probably the one thing that I took a long time to learn. So if, I, if, if I'm thinking of challenges, it's that, yeah. Excellent, very powerful. Now, talk to us a little bit more about what, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? I think the number one challenge that people face is expectations, the expectations that they place on other people. Uh, it's, a, it's a really tough thing. If, if you turn up, to a situation where you're talk, talking to someone face-to-face -face on the phone on Zoom. And every time you, you walk away from that situation, you feel disappointed in them, you feel gutted, you feel sad, you feel angry, you feel negative emotions. I think that's a real sign 
that you're putting expectations on them and they're not capable of meeting those ex expectations. So a long time ago, I just took expectations off everyone. I have expectations on my husband and he has them on me. Um, I expect my children to behave well, but I try not to put expectations on them. But everybody else, I don't put expectations on them and that allows them just to turn up as who they are at that moment and just to be who they are. And if they're not in a place where they're gracious, they're giving, they're loving, they're whatever, that's okay. That's not who they are today. If they're consistently turning up that way, then that's a relationship that I just need to put to the side. I don't need to hate them. I don't need to close it down. I don't need to do anything negative. I just need to put it to the side because it's not good for me to be around. But with, but when I don't have an expectation, I call it closing the circle. Um, when when you can when you can do that, it just makes your life a lot more peaceful. The problem is there's some very very close members in our usually in our families who they just no matter what you always feel that little bit of disappointment because they don't meet up to just a little bit of an expectation and that those ones still hurt but otherwise try not to put expectations on people because you're the one that loses that's right now what does leadership mean to you oh leadership comes in so many forms we're seeing Zelensky in Ukraine being being a leader right now and he's inspiring people to to be part of the future of Ukraine. He's he's giving them a, a willingness to fight. You know, he's giving them a passion and an identity for the country. You know, so to me, he's one of them. And his wife as well is sort of in, really part of this. And on social media, they're, they're young and they're savvy and they get communication, you know, the, he's an actor. Um, so for me, they're a really beautiful example of leadership. And then Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand is another beautiful example of compassionate leadership so leader i mean you know alexander the great was a leader was he a good leader he was a powerful and a successful leader was he a good leader we don't know it's too far away and we've only got the interpretation of the story of his time um but yeah leadership comes in many forms mother Teresa is a leader or was a leader of of, of her convent and the community that she had in first of all in calcutta which then spread around the world so leadership is yeah it's not about being at the front it's about being behind, I think, and putting your arms around everybody and saying, let's do it together. Very powerful, Andrea. And thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you? All right. I'm easy to find. Andrea T. Edwards is my social media handles, my website. I've also got my, my book website, which is uncommon-courage.com. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check Andrea out at her website for her book, Uncommon Courage, and also Andrea T. Edwards.com. And Andrea, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thanks so much.